I was born in 1910 in Paris. My father was a gentle, easygoing person, a salad of racial genes, a Swiss citizen of mixed French and Austrian descent with a dash of the Danube in his veins. I'm going to pass round in a minute some lovely glossy blue picture postcards. He owned a luxurious hotel on the Riviera. His father and two grandfathers had sold wine, jewels and silk, respectively. At thirty he married an English girl, daughter of Jerome Dunn, the alpinist, and granddaughter of two Dorset Parsons, experts in obscure subjects, paleopedology and aeolian harps, respectively. My very photogenic mother died in a freak accident, picnic, lightning, when I was three, and save for a pocket of warmth in the darkest past, nothing of her subsists within the hollows and dells of memory, over which, if you can still stand my style, I'm writing under observation, the sun of my infancy had set. Surely you all know those redolent remnants of day suspended, with the midges about some hedge in bloom, or suddenly entered and traversed by the rambler at the bottom of a hill in the summer dusk, a furry warmth, golden midges. My mother's elder sister Sybil, whom a cousin of my father's had married and then neglected, served in my immediate family as a kind of unpaid governess and housekeeper. Somebody told me later that she'd been in love with my father, and that he had light-heartedly taken advantage of it one rainy afternoon and forgotten it by the time the weather cleared. I was extremely fond of her, despite the rigidity, the fatal rigidity of some of her rules. Perhaps she wanted to make of me in the fullness of time a better widower than my father. Aunt Sybil had pink-rimmed azure eyes and a waxen complexion. She wrote poetry. She was poetically superstitious. She said she knew she would die soon after my sixteenth birthday, and did. Her husband, a great traveller in perfumes, spent most of his time in America, where eventually he founded a firm and acquired a bit of real estate. I grew, a happy, healthy child in a bright world of illustrated books, clean sand, orange trees, friendly dogs, sea vistas, and smiling faces. Around me the splendid Hotel Mirana revolved as a kind of private universe, a whitewashed cosmos within the blue greater one that blazed outside. From the aproned pot-scrubber to the flannelled potentate, everybody liked me, everybody petted me. Elderly American ladies leaning on their canes listed toward me like towers of Pisa. Ruined Russian princesses who couldn't pay my father brought me expensive bonbons. He... Mon cher petit papa, took me out boating and biking, taught me to swim and dive and water-ski, read me Don Quixote and Les Miserables, and I adored and respected him and felt glad for him whenever I heard the servants discuss his various lady friends, beautiful and kind beings who made much of me and cooed and shed precious tears over my cheerful motherlessness.' 